At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then, book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 hey i'm brett podolsky co-founder of the farmer's dog we make fresh food for dogs we started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog jada when she stopped eating ultra processed kibble and started eating fresh whole food the farmer's dog food isn't fancy it's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs it's better for them and easier for you get 50 percent off your first box at the slash podcast that's the slash podcast Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Ready for another rebuild. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. Uh, this evening, Rob and I will be uh, performing a post-mortem on the Brian Flores era and the, uh, I guess, 2021 season as a whole. So, Rob, how uh, how disappointed slash shocked were you? Uh, the last time we spoke was right before the Titans game, so things have changed drastically since then. They sure have. We were getting ready to go to the playoffs, win the division, do all that fun stuff. Um, okay, so it's a good thing we're not doing this Monday because I was a wreck. Monday broke. Yeah, me. I, I was. I I texted you when you were sleeping, and I'm just like, wake up! I, I know. need to. I need to. Talk, I need to talk to somebody. I'm like, <laughs> I had all this work to do, and I'm sitting on my computer, and I'm just numb. I'm just like, ah, because after that Patriots game, you know, it felt like okay. You know, that Titans thing, bad felt weather, good. felt, yeah, felt, felt like we got stuff to build on. Obviously, after the few days had gone by, and I'm like, well, Flo wasn't perfect. He wasn't a great game day manager. I, you know, I had my issues with him, but I very much wanted to keep him and build with him. And now that we're already here, now all these other stories are coming out, and it's all like it's all the dysfunction and all the whatever. And, you know... Some of it might be spin later, you know, interviewing the guys that are still there, but there's way too much smoke for there not to be some fire in 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 what in what we're hearing. So, you know, maybe this is something that had to happen. But 
I can't sit and go through all these articles. I don't care anymore. It's over. Let's just let's just get the next guy. Let's just let's just fix. Let's get an offensive guy in here and let's go win some games. I I agree with that last point for sure. Um, but before we get to uh, you know who we like for the for the next Dolphins coach, I I, I think we'd be remiss not to to take a, a little bit of a look at a lot of the questions we've had over the past three years. Right, like we're starting like in the in the last. I guess three days. I think we've learned more about this team and, and the way things were going, like what was actually happening um, than, than we did in the last three years, which is, I mean, that's a sign of a, it's a good, it, you know, that was one positive thing from the, from the Flores era was, you know, they kept everything in house and, and I like that. And I think that they should do that. Um, but, you know, now that, now that he's gone and, and, you know, we're making sense of the situation, it's very apparent that, he was the one driving the, uh, you know, the Deshaun Watson train. He was the one that, that wanted Deshaun Watson. He was the one pushing for Watson. Uh, apparently never had any faith in Tua. Um, was never his guy. Uh, never was putting, you know, obviously we talked a lot on this podcast about Tua not being in position to succeed. And I think that both of us thought, you know, that it was ownership and, and the GM that were, you know, trying to, you know, Greer that were making the push for, uh, for Watson and, 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 you know, not getting to it in a position to succeed, you know, not getting the offensive, you know, any kind of consistency or identity on, on the offensive side of the ball. So it was nice to kind of see that my initial reaction was much like yours. Obviously when I found out he was fired on Monday, I was shocked, shocked and disappointed because I, I did really like Flores. And I think part of this, and we were talking about this right before we started the podcast was the laundry list of terrible coaches that we've had to endure over the past 20, 20 years, 22 years. I mean, I, the last time this team had any kind of identity was, you know, the early Wanstead years. And that was basically because he inherited the team that Jimmy Johnson built. So that team had a very clear identity, you know, ball control on offense and, and, you know, just a nasty defense. And I, and I love those teams. That, that was the last time we were really any good. Um, I felt like Flores was the, was the first coach since then to, to give this team an identity. And we, we were starting to build that identity on defense and we were a good defense, not a great defense. And that's the thing that like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading a lot and seeing a lot of the fan reactions was, you know, saying that this defense was great and we're going to lose this great defense. It was a good defense. Like we're just, we were just used to seeing mediocre and piddling defense for so long that we took, you know, a top 15 defense and, and assumed that was a, you know, an upper echelon defense in the NFL. It, it's not like just, it was getting there, but you know, it wasn't, you know, we weren't beating everybody because of our, you know, I mean, the games we were winning were because of our defense, but it wasn't like we didn't have the best defense in the league. Like we weren't even, I mean, we we're top half, but Probably it wasn't top in third at least. I mean, I mean, if you're, if you're take, if you just want to say the last, if you're talking last eight weeks or nine weeks, as opposed to, you know, obviously they were, they were off. But look at the schedule. Well, like anytime true. they play, anytime they played a good team, we lost. Aside from, and I don't really think the Patriots are a good team. I know they're in the playoffs, but I, that's another thing too. Like I just getting back to how I felt on Monday was, you know, and right immediately following the games on Sunday, you know, after we beat the Patriots and we're looking at this team finishing nine and eight, and then looking at some of the teams that are in the playoffs, right? The, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the, the New England Patriots, like those aren't good teams. Like we're better than those teams. Like, like I have, there's no doubt in my mind, this team this Dolphins team with the, with Flores as coach was better than those teams. And, and, you know, 
I think we're Even pretty, the- I don't, I mean, I think it's, we're pretty close to New England. I mean, the, the, cause they're, it's funny cause their defense fell off, but the, their offensive line, like, and their running backs, you know, give them an edge over us in that department. And that helps. So we played, we ways. played, I, and granted, we played them the first week of the season. That was a long time ago, but we played eight quarters of football versus them this year. We, we were winning the entire time. Oh, no. I, I think I know. <laughs> like they're we're better than that team. Like there's you can't tell me. We're but not just because I, I I know, but this is the this is the NFL. <laughs> just some teams have other teams' numbers. I think just because you can beat one team doesn't mean you're better. Like the Jags are not better than the the Colts. They play them well. You know what I mean? Like I just think you know. And the Patriots they won more games. They did what they had to do. They and they 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 sucked less than we did. So the whole you are what your record says you are. I I agree. I think. I think we're at, you know, I think we're on par with them and I, and we can beat them. So, but to say we're outright better is probably a little homerism. Just, just calling you. I'm just, I'm just saying this, this team is, could have been in the playoffs. Like that's, and that's like whether or not they were getting better or like whether or not they, you know, whether or not they were, you know, we talked about those three stupid losses. Anyway, each one of them kept, kept us out. Right. Of course. That's uh, the point I'm trying to make is, was this team going to, was this team going to be great with Flores? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we were ever going to get there, especially hearing about the dysfunction. And I mean, these, these are things we talked about, like just, you know, no consistency on offense, right? Like, no, like, th- like this would have been, uh, who knows if they would, if you would have kept this offensive, these offensive coordinators or made another change, right? That would have been four years and, and oh, four different other change. At least get rid of one of them. At least figure out which one of them was better. Let but, me let me ask you a question though. Just on that, I agree. This is this team is as good as it's a playoff team. They were between like the the who are the last ones in the Raiders, the the Steelers, Raiders, Steelers, and the, the NFC. You had like the Eagles, like come right, on, like. But like looking okay, so teams. looking at the 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 the. the the three wild card teams is Patriots, you know, Steelers and Raven and and Raiders. We're Raiders. as good as them. Which which home team were we going to go on the road to and beat? Like we were. And we yeah, were. that's that's, that's what, what I'm saying. We would have made the playoffs against this weekend, right? Yeah, I mean, there was a chance, but I mean, it, we'd have we'd have been a seven point underdog in any of those games or more if it was Kansas City. Or Buffalo, right? Well, so was it Kansas City, Buffalo, or Cincinnati? Is that that's that's the? Yeah, Tennessee had the bye, right. so Cincinnati is a home team, Buffalo is a home team, and Kansas City is a home team. I mean, could we? We didn't. I think we could beat. I mean, maybe we could beat those teams, but we would not have been favored, and it would have been hard pressed to win those games. Right. Basically, what I'm saying is, like, I no, don't. I talk myself into it. We could be. We could have beaten any of them. <laughs> Flores is a good coach. Like, I, I don't, I think, I think it was just, we're surprised because they did such a good job of, of keeping the problems that they were having in house. Like we could clearly see there were some things going on, um, you know, but now, you know, now we can, we can tell he didn't, he didn't jive with the, the, with the GM, you know, they, they didn't, he wanted probably more control over player personnel, which most coaches do. And I, I mean, he just wasn't, he hadn't proven enough. Like, the, I mean, they went 10 and six last year. You know, that was, and it was weird. I mean, 2020 was just a weird year anyway. And then this, this season, they got off to the terrible start, you know, then, then they had a really hot finish against some really weak opponents and, you know, they finished with a winning record only because there's an extra game. I just, you know, I, I guess it, 
it's not as shocking as as maybe as we probably should have felt is what i'm saying and as the time goes by i look a little bit more you know i'm I really would prefer that Flores had stayed and we went after Watson. Like that's what I was hoping for immediately following the Patriots game after watching the Patriots game. That's what I wanted to have happen. And that's, you know, I, st- I stick with that. That would be better than what's I think is going to happen, which is going to be, you know, we'll, we can start talking about the coaching candidates, but I think that the desired outcome for where we are now, it looks like we're going to get one more year of Tua because it seems like. Oh, Greer you're getting and- 10 more years of Tua, baby. We'll, we'll, we'll probably, I guess, find out. I, I for me, like I, I, I had seen enough, but I guess hearing some of the things that had come out, like, you know, maybe he was hamstrung by, by his head coach. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe, you know, if they bring Brian Dable in here, um, who Why is get right, ahead of yourself. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just <clears throat> like the, the options, right. looks like, you know, the, the Flores Watson thing that, that, that we had wanted to have happen. I know, but I, happen. I just have to go on the record. I did not want them to, I don't want them to get Watson. I don't want Watson. I know Watson's a great player and I wouldn't, I'm not going to saying I, I won't root for the team. I think we'll be good. I think, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad move football wise, but I'm happy not doing it. <clears throat> I want to see Tua get his shot. The one thing, the one thing I, we spoke about a little bit off air, but you have to go back in history and look when when rookie quarterbacks play behind terrible offensive lines, they get destroyed to the point yeah. that they can't play football anymore. They get Josh Rosen out of the league. They get uh, David Carr, Derek Carr's brother in Houston, was like set, set the sack record and just couldn't play anymore. And he was like the number one pick. Tua has played pretty well considering this is this is historic terrible lines he's played these last two lines are like i mean you see the the charts that they put up like with the pff grades or whatever <clears throat> this line is awful um this isn't just oh nitpicking or whatever awful line and he still somehow manages to have a decent completion percentage as long as it's not raining um <laughs> maybe he needs winning to records yeah i mean they, he's got a winning record but, yeah he's got a winning record he's got a decent his his stats are decent. I think with time, where you're not always freaked out, and you can actually people that throw deep can't throw deep. He can throw the deep ball when there when it's time. So I think getting a new offense in here with an offensive minded head coach, I think we're gonna see. Is he? I don't think he'll ever put up the numbers. He's never gonna put up the numbers Herbert and Burrow will. But I think he can win more games than both of them, not combined. But I think he can be the more winning quarterback of them. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, dream scenario for me right now, and I, I already said the name, right? Like dream scenario for me moving forward, given everything that's happened, is Brian Dable as head coach. So he's the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills currently. Um, he was the offensive coordinator uh, on Tony Sperano's Miami Dolphins last the last season of Sperano's uh, tenure as Dolphins head coach. Uh, that offense was actually pretty good, if you remember. I mean, it was not great, but, you know, they – after Henny went down and your, your favorite Matt Moore took over um, that, that team actually put up some, some pretty decent offensive numbers. They had Reggie oh, Bush. I, wasn't decent, that the Pen- that wasn't Pennington year. That was uh he wasn't there with Pennington. No, this was, this was the last year of Sparano. Oh, right, so it was right. Henny, Henny as the starter. And then uh, Matt Moore ended up taking over when Henny went down. So they had Brandon Marshall on that team. And, you know, I, I don't want to rehash the past too much, but there was a decent, a decent offense. I remember the end of that year being, actually pretty fun to watch. 
Um, and then uh, Dable did go, uh, you know, he, he's part of the Belichick tree. He has, he's coached in, um, uh, in New England before as a, uh, I believe, a tight ends and offensive line coach. Um, and then he was most importantly uh, and significantly for this conversation, he was the offensive coordinator at Alabama under Saban when Tua was a freshman. So they have a history of working together. Um, they might be able to, to enjoy some, some success at the NFL level if they work together. We'll see. Ross has said whoever the coach is is going to make the decision on, on who the quarterback is. So, you know, maybe Dable gets in and he decides, you know, you can't win with two in the NFL and he goes after something. Yeah, we don't know so, how we don't know how he feels about Tua now, but he was he was one of the vocal ones that wanted him over Hertz, you know, as a freshman. And like so he definitely was a fan of what he could do back then. And not many people weren't once he got in. He was amazing in college. But yeah, that's that's that one that's the one that lines up. And not and then and then as a as a bow on top of that, that might make the bills a little worse. Right. So that's that's a desired outcome. Uh, for me right now, at least he's he's my number one. I, I actually and I know we're we're split on this. Um immediately after the the Flores thing happened, I thought um I, I just thought they meant they were hiring Harbaugh. Like that, like immediately. Well, that's what like, I, clicked, I thought. So. I thought so too. You don't fire. I'm like, you don't fly, fire Flores unless you've got another guy in the wings ready to come in, and that's right. And I, I do believe. Happen. Yeah, I, I don't buy the fact that Ross is saying he's not going to go after him. I, I believe Harbaugh is very much in play, and I believe there are conversations that are happening. I would be Harbaugh or Dable would be tremendous hires in my opinion. I don't, you know, that like, that's like the best outcome that we can hope for. And then, you know, we were talking about this Vic Fangio out is as head coach in Denver, he'd make a pretty nice defensive coordinator for either one of those coaches in my mind. I agree. I, I do. I do want, I want an offensive head coach and a good solid defensive coordinator to come in and Fangio would be perfect for that. I mean, I'm sure he, a lot of people will want him as, defensive coordinator but um yeah i'm not i'm not as high on harbaugh as you harbaugh on harbaugh as you um i i don't like when guys are out of the nfl that long i don't love you know the uh, the it's not just the saban thing but i'm just just the idea of college coach coming in like obviously i don't know why i like the young ones not the old ones <laughs> the, the young ones sound better to me than the old ones but i don't know he he didn't even coach how long did he did he only coach those few years with san francisco right as a head coach that's it five seasons i believe and yeah and then you know they went a lot of success yeah i think his, his nfl record was 44 and 19 yeah no the teams were good um but I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not I wouldn't be angry, but he's not my pick. I don't I, I don't want him. Yeah, fair enough. To be fair, um, I think that's what I said about Flores, because I didn't know anything about him. And I'm like, eh, he's not my pick. Yeah, I mean other guys obviously they've put in requests to interview other uh other coaches. Uh Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, who you were saying you were not interested in. I actually thought that would be a pretty good hire. Yeah. Um, Mike McDaniel, who's the offensive, the, the running game coordinator for the, for the 49ers. I thought that was a pretty interesting name as well. Um, Leslie Frazier, Dan Quinn. Those are guys. I don't, those, I don't want, they have been games. NFL. They yeah. have been coaches in the NFL. They were not successful. I, 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 I don't want those, those, those kind of retread guys, especially they're both, they defensive. seem like less, lesser defensive minds than Brian Flores. Yeah, so exactly. I, I don't want to do that. Um, and then I, I, can't think of any other names that I've seen surface. Eric B was a guy that I, I really wanted them to hire. Cause I know Watson wanted him, but it, I 
I, I just am getting the feeling like they're not going to be making that that Watson push that yeah, I want. So I don't think it. they're going to be going after the enemy. Drop it already. Jesus, we're all tired of the, the Watson stuff. <laughs> you know what? And you were the one who got, got to his head with all the Watson, Watson, Watson. It's not well, coming. interestingly enough, as, as as the time we're recording this podcast, the, the Texans have fired uh, their head coach, um, who was only there for one year. I don't even remember his name. Um, but they've already requested it, or they're all they're already setting up an interview. Cully, Brian Flores, Sully, Scully, Sully, yeah, whatever. Like so it would inter- interestingly enough, the Texans could end up with Flores and Watson because if they bring him in, it's not Watson happening. Play for him. Oh, the Texans, yeah. I the Texans, the, yeah. He could end up the the craziest outcome of them all. Watson stays in Texas in in Houston with Flores as his coach. Uh, that would just be amazing. I mean, just in how crazy that is, but that so seems other, like it could the be other reality. Name, I don't think they've interviewed him, but they don't have to like put in the request. But I've heard the you know people talked about uh, Doug Peterson, who had the you know the one. Yeah, Super he's got Bowl. ties to the Dolphins. He played for the Dolphins. Um, in the one good season coaching the Eagles, I mean, great season, really, coaching yeah, the Eagles. really good season. Also had Carson Wentz playing like an MVP, so that's that yeah. But alone. then flamed out, I and, know, you know. but you know, still that's still hard to do. Remember that year when Carson Wentz and Jared Goff were like, we're like, wow, these are the two. Look at these two rookies; they're so good. This is the future of the NFL. Yeah, what? Yeah, can we Crazy. talk? Can we talk? Like, just for a second. And not even we'll do twenty seconds. Holy moly, the Colts! What the hell? Like that was like a big that was a big thing for us on uh, on Sunday in our in one of my Dolphins chats was uh, hey at least we're not Colts fans, I mean, right? <laughs> that I would mean, have been we, awful. I, I was we were already the way they were playing at the end you know, the end of the season with their offensive line and Taylor and the defense was good and we're like. We're like, my God! I don't want nobody wants to play them in the playoffs, and now they well, they lost to. two games. They lost they lost the Raiders game the week before, which yeah. I you know I thought they were clearly better than the Raiders, and then they and then they lost to the Jaguars on the road. Like that's badly. Uh, like they got very bad. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Oh, that's that's that hurts. That's yeah. worse than what, the way we went out. I agree, and yeah, and you know, but hey, one thing we have in common with them is we both lost to the Jaguars. So, yeah. Um, so did the all right. That brings brings us to an end of our first section. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll do a little bit of a season recap and, and maybe look forward to to the off season. Um, you know, obviously it's it's very very early on, but um, yeah. So please stay tuned. Uh, we'll have some more dolphins talk when we come back. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down, we break down who will be cutting, cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. 
Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hidden. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we are back. Um, we were we were just talking a little bit off air. One other thing I, I wanted to bring up, um, you know, just about Flores as well, and I, I don't know how I forgot to mention it. Guy was money against the Patriots. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, was, he was money against everybody in the AFC East except for the uh, the Bills, who, who just murdered us every single time he played. But um, it won I, four and two against Belichick. And, uh, uh, you know what's better I believe than five four? and one against the Jets? Do you know what's better than four and two against Belichick? What's that? Three and zero oh against Belichick. Yeah, I, you're giving to it too much credit there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's the guy that no no rookie quarterback can beat Belichick. I'll do it, and then I'll sweep you he, the next year. Yeah, I mean, he he played okay. He, he played okay in both Patriots games this there year. There you go. Uh, you know what, okay? That's KO backwards because he knocked him out. No, they're still <laughs> they're still playing, so they're, they're, he didn't completely knock them out. Oh, what was funny, though, is just, I mean, Mac Jones looked terrible in that game. I mean, I, he put up – his numbers ended up being okay because when they got well, – he- they were down – 17 points and they were throwing the ball all over the place. He made three or four really good throws in that game. You know, garbage time. Well, there was no garbage. That game was a four point game at one point. I mean, whatever the game was. Yeah. Look, I know he's, I don't, he's not terrible. He's just not great yet. Everyone wants to make him great, but they don't, he's what we, he's in the situation we wanted to to be in just defense and running and then make the throws in a clean pocket. When he came, Tua on that team would be in, would be incredible. That would he'd be perfect in that team right now for what they want to do. I think they'd probably be about the same, honestly. Like I, th- I think that like they seem like similar types of like, except Jones is is like more prototypical in terms of size for an NFL quarterback. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think if Tua had that kind of time to 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 and then to really be able to do progressions, not have to throw the ball. In two two seconds, I think he'd be. He definitely would be better than what we're seeing. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, what other things about this season uh, did did you enjoy? So I'll go, uh, you know, one of the things that I really liked, um, aside from the defense, like just individual contributors, obviously, you know, the rookie play was was solid waddle seems is, is going to be you know i, I think a, a good nfl receiver for a long time wow. jalen phillips that i think is going to be a very good waddle was incredible i think it, I, he was yeah i mean incredible I, I think incredible is a little a little strong he was he was very very good i, I like him i bought a jersey i love i like jalen oh, waddle i'm not, God, not, you not throwing shade. you didn't buy a waddle <laughs> did you I, yes, yeah, I had already had it though before. Like he's he's already oh. like he's he, the oh, jersey yeah. hasn't changed him. Yeah. Oh, you're did you just pull the name off your Tannehill jersey? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I never had a Tannehill jersey oh. actually. <laughs> um, but no, Jalen Phillips is another one, uh, another bright spot, and, and uh, Devon Holland. Uh, I think he's huge. He's yeah. Th- those those that's those are nice bright spots. I would I, I really wish they would have gone to Duke Johnson earlier in the season, and I, I would like to see them hopefully. Whoever they hire, uh, you know, brings him back and, and gives him a shot because he looked. I, I, 
that was the, the best running back play we've seen since uh, JHI, I'd say. Yeah, I'm guessing the one thing that came out of this, Flo definitely has his guys that he wants to play no matter what. And, you know, like Brissett's one of his guys, and he kind of played him more than he should probably needed to early on when Tua could have come back. Um, <clears throat> Jesse Davis is one of his guys because there's no other reason he should have been playing that many snaps for anybody. And I'm guessing Gaskin's one of his guys because he was, he, you know, he, he did go eventually get to the point where it was it was really Johnson and Lindsay and then Gaskin as the third choice, but it took a while. To, it took COVID to get there to to actually have to sign these guys. But yeah, you know, Duke Johnson was on the practice squad like most of the season, right? Like he was there to be in practice. He was. They should have known that he was better. Yeah, the first the first time I remember them actually playing him, I think was the uh, the first Jets game, and, and he had a couple nice runs, and then I was expecting to see him more, and then we didn't until the COVID thing happened. So, but that was also because Brown when Brown Brown got hurt, and then I and there might even have been a thing where where maybe Ahmed missed some time or something. But but yeah, I, I just I, I would you know I'm ex- whatever they do in the running game next year is going to be better than what we seen this year and i know we were talking about dable and the bills don't even use the running game but i think if i think if it came here i think you would have to you know what watch them the last since they since they've gotten this second half of the season they're running a lot they're running more they're they're, they realize you have to you have to sprinkle it in you you know it's not a run first league anymore but you have to sprinkle it in because if 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 they don't if the linebackers don't have to pretend for it you know, it makes your life much harder. Yeah. Um, Xavier Howard ended up having a, a you know a great season. Uh, definitely hope they they work out whatever needs to happen with his contract to bring him back. Uh, hopefully the next regime knows how to use Mike Gazeki the right way. Hopefully they bring him back. Uh, Agba, I would imagine, would be a top priority for them to sign in the offseason as well. Um, those are those are my main keys, I guess, like for, for the offseason for, well, for guys that absolutely are, have to sign. I would like to see them try to make a, you know, a, I mean, to bring Duke Johnson back, but that's they have but, to sign yeah. Gasicki because because we got to use the franchise tag on Will Fuller. Can't can't let him go. Ooh boy, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oof. So uh, what about Devontae Parker? You think? Uh, I guess it depends on the next. I guess it depends. And all this depends on the next regime. I, I'd like to see him come back. But um, he's he's not on a terrible contract, right? No, he's a very reasonable contract, actually. They, yeah. I mean, look, um, I feel like everybody listening to this. I love Devontae Parker, but, you know, if I could get a guy there who's going to play 15 games, <laughs> I, if you could just just tell me he's going to play 15 games, I'll be like, you're in. Sorry, Parker, you're out. Like, um, actually, how much time did he miss this year? But again, I don't is, I. It, was that a flow thing with the weird injuries where you don't even know guys are hurt, then all of a sudden they just go on the IR and it was just like, no, that's that's that was a part for Parker's situation is pretty par for the course for that's him. That's true. You know, <laughs> like that's just I I think he played about half of the season. Um, you know, but he's uh, so good. He's he is good, and that's maybe like in a, in an offensive system that makes sense. Like he actually you know puts up a little bit more volume. Like they take more you know they they scheme him into the play. You know they scheme him in a little bit more. Um. I don't know. It was it was disappointing for me. You know, just the, the offense in general was just so 
disappointing. And that's one thing that we can point to and say, you know, Hey, this is what we need to fix. Like, this is what we're, you know, hopefully they're, they're going to try and fix in the off season. Yeah. Um, any, any, any other bright spots for you from this year, Rob, anything, uh, anything else that you liked from, from what you saw? I mean, I mean, Baker, right. We weren't sure if, yeah. if we weren't sure if Baker was going to be the guy we hoped he would be. He was this year. Uh, obviously, uh, Wilkins, um, the, uh, you know, uh, 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 Davis, uh, Raekwon, not <laughs> Jesse, no, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Van Ginkle, like Needham, Nick Needham, like you know. Remember, we two couple of years ago, we we cringe when he was out there. Now I'm like, I'm all about it. I'm all about him as the nickel guy. That's fine. Um, yeah. Oh, and I, I think that and Brian. Go Jones. ahead. And Brian, like, like, yeah, we all talk about Holland, but like Brian Jones really settled down. You know that that Brandon Jones. Brandon, you thank you. I'm like. I was, I was like, not Byron, not Byron, but yeah, Brandon, <laughs> thank you. I was saying it. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I got yeah, it. I mean, I think they can, hopefully they can, I would like them to bring Byron Jones back, but I would like them to restructure his contract. Yeah. Um, but but you Brandon know, Jones I, I, is the one, he's like, that's a very, was a very, like, you didn't expect much there. And all of a sudden you're like, that's damn solid play, you know? Yeah, he was he was good. So I I think there's you know there, there's something to be said for, um, you know, for the talent that's here. I believe there is you know there's there's a good core. Um, you know there you know, for as bad as the offensive line was, I think there's a couple guys in the offensive line you could still bring back. Like I feel like Robert Hunt will be oh, you know a solid. Hunt was fine. He yeah, was I feel like Hunt will be a, a solid uh, right guard in, in this league. I feel like Eichenberg can play tackle, probably right tackle. Um, and Dieter might end up being a decent center. Um, you know, so you got, I, I think if you bring two, you know, you bring in one really good offensive tackle and, and, and a good guard, or maybe you upgraded center as well. Um, you know, that's, that's, you know, the offensive line gets much, much better, you know, well, just by doing of, those things. One of the things when I was watching the Patriots game, uh, their center, what's his name? Andrews. Yeah. Like we tried to get him. Right. And <laughs> like, and he was great this year. Like I'm like, we yeah. and like, what it, if putting him in there, you know, taking that, you know, taking that pressure off of the left side of the guards a little bit. Now they could, you know, help the tackles a little bit. That just adding one guy there. I mean, it still wouldn't have been a great offensive line, but it would have made a hell of a lot of difference. I think some of it goes to coaching as well. Like clearly there was no, no, it didn't seem like there was any kind of clear communication or idea of what that offense should be doing. The, the one you thing know. you said uh, in the first half, when you were talking about uh, Brian Dable is that he one point was an offensive line coach. And I'm like, he's got the job. <laughs> Cause I need somebody who understands that facet and who to put in there and how to talk to it. Because I do, I agree. I don't think, I don't think those are untalented people. I obviously, I you know, I don't think they're as good as we hope they'd be. But I think coaching could could make a big difference in in that for, with that. Especially if we add one or two, if we add one or two studs, everybody else there can can stay, be backups. You know, use the three guys that were good. Add two guys. You know, Jackson could become a that fifth piece to, or sixth piece you need to plug in, you know, to back up people and stuff. And 
Yeah. And I like Flores. Like I said, we, uh, we both, I think we both really like Brian Flores. I think it would be our, our preference would have been to, to give him one more year and, you know, maybe let him, you know, let him choose a little bit more of what he wanted on, on, on offense or, you know, maybe try to figure it out, but I, I'm not as, I as upset as I was earlier. I feel better week. about it now with all the other, like, cause now I'm like, now maybe we'll actually have a chance to have some offense going. Right. And then hopefully they're able to bring somebody in to, to keep that defense. It's a young defense. Yeah. It's, you know, there's not, not a lot of, you know, not a lot of money thrown into it. Just, you know, Byron Jones and, and Xavier Howard are obviously making a lot of money, but the rest of them are all pretty young, you know? So um, hopefully, hopefully they're able to keep that core together and, and still run, you know, a, a good scheme, uh, you know, that can maximize them. I think, you know, making a run at a, at an experienced defensive coordinator, if they have, you know, if they do go after, you know, a younger, you know, unexperienced offensive type of coach then bringing in a guy like Vic Fangio would be, would be amazing. Uh, I did forget to, there was one other name on the, the, the requests that, that came up was uh, Vance Joseph. Remember him? He was the oh, yeah. defensive coordinator under Gase the first year and his defense was absolutely terrible. Um, I, I don't want them to hire that guy either. What? Why? Didn't he coach for the Broncos too? Didn't he? Like he, he actually got a head coaching gig and I then he was so. yeah fired pretty, pretty quickly thereafter because yeah. they were, they were bad when he was there. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I, he's another name. I, I would not like to see hired. Oh, did you meant, did you mention bowls on air? We talked about it off air. I didn't. Yeah. Bowls would be, I would be okay with bowls. You know, he's, I, it just, I just it I, feels I, like Flores light in a way, in a way, like he's a good defensive mind. I don't think he was as good a defensive mind as Flores. And I like him though. I, I like, you know, I wouldn't have minded if they hired him when they hired Flores. Cause I didn't know what the hell Flores was. So uh, but I, I feel I really feel like I want an offensive mind, unless they can get some crazy offensive coordinator. But you're not you're not attracting an offensive coordinator with an offensive coordinator spot, so you don't know what you're getting if you're going to college or getting a quarterback coach, or you know, unless they think Charlie Fry's going to be the guy or something. But I really want a, something new. <laughs> I, I want something. Just trying new. to think of like you know like who's going to like come in and give this team an identity, right? Yeah. Like like the last time you know I, I feel like we were starting to get one under underflow definitely had one on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but I mean, like there was, the team had no identity with Gase. It had no identity with Philbin really no identity. Gase, with, with I, I don't think I like those hirings before. Like, I don't think I was ever felt good about those. Like I never wanted those guys. I, for Gase at first, I, I liked, like, I, like, I, you know, I, I, I kind of bought into the hype. I, that first year he was here. Oh no. I mean, before, actually, I mean, beforehand, like the, the leading up to before they even coached a game, like to be like, Hey, this is your guy. Right. When is Jimmy? No, I, I'm saying I felt that way about Gase. Like okay. I, I thought, like I, I thought Gase was a good hire. Um, and I was obviously so wrong about that, but yeah, um, you are an idiot. Well, I mean, none of the other ones, like Philbin, like I didn't understand. Sperano was like cautiously optimistic, mostly just glad that it wasn't Cam Cameron. Right. Um, you know, before that it was Saban was, you know, I, I like Saban, obviously. I think when 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 they hired Saban, I think everybody was excited, but you know, um we were so that, that didn't work out. And so then naive. you know, Wanstead was Wanstead was whatever. Like I really wish Johnson had had stuck around, you know, to to you know to, to work with that team that he built, but Hey, you know, that's, that's how it worked. And that was, that was really the last really good coach we had, right. It was, it's now, you know, 20 years ago that we're going <laughs> that far back. So hopefully basically what we're saying is whoever the next guy is, 
you know, I, I feel like they will and, and Harbaugh are guys that have, have identities like they're that, like that, like the team could have an identity and, and have a, a clear vision of what they should look like and how they should play football. Yeah, this is terrible because I'm now I'm just I'm just talking myself into Dable and that's just like you can't put your all my eggs are in the one basket. If it's not him, I'm going to be upset. And and honestly, none of it matters until they start playing because who the hell knows. But yeah, it's too. I mean, we're obviously we're day three, right? Or yeah, four, Monday morning. I, I had ten minutes where I'm like, can I keep rooting for this team as long as as Ross owns it? And then I'm like, you know. Just took me about a half hour. I'm like, all right, get over yourself. They're gonna get another coach, and you're gonna root for the team. <laughs> like, if they if they do hire Dan Quinn, I, I might actually need to take a little break. <laughs> Wait, I, I might oh need to God. take a break. I mean, I'm, I'm I, obviously not gonna root for a different team. I, I might just, just realized like, something. Gase is, it doesn't have a job. <laughs> I think he's coaching high school somewhere. Oh, okay. I, I believe so. Uh, Philbin oh, is somewhere. I don't know. I can't remember where Philbin ended up. Uh, I, I don't know where Phil. I oh, know he's oh, he's coaching oh, somewhere. He's a Walmart greeter. No, no. I think he's actually. I think he's with McCarthy in, in Dallas. I think he's like really offensive. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's down there. Crazy. Because well, I mean that's what he. I mean that's what he was. Like he was McCarthy's like. Uh, oh, <laughs> he was okay. technically the offensive coordinator, but really all he did in Green Bay was uh, was put powerpoints together and stuff like that. He was like a secretary, basically. Very good at it though. <laughs> He's really good at PowerPoint, apparently. Like, so, so good at PowerPoint. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I'm just hoping it's not another one of those. And I just feel like we're just, we're just in this cycle, right? It's nope, just been. We're not. We got a, we got a good young defense. We've got a lot of talent on offense. We just need to, we've got a ton of cap space. We're going to, let's wrap the miss this up at the end. We've got a lot of cap space. We're going to get, going to, going to, nail the draft again like we did last year not the year we've got to make up for some of those bad picks we're gonna get some offensive line help get a little get maybe even some more receiving help get a linebacker maybe and we're gonna crush it yeah and i don't i don't think Greer. you know for early on in the year i was you know obviously roasting him for for the personnel decisions but i think you know he's obviously the, the team has some talent like there, there is some talent. Yeah, he's know, above average. He, he, it sucks when you boot a first, like a, like, your the rebuild draft, right? But everybody boots picks. His just were bunched up. But it just that's but, like so Wilkins dolphins to be what, what happened to us. The one year, the one year we year, have, yeah. you know, we have to hit on these picks is like the one year we're not allowed to scout, right? <laughs> like you know, yeah. like yeah, yeah, that and that that hurts. Yeah, that obviously hurts. I feel like if they, there's, there's no way, like if you had gone to a pro day and you watched Herbert throw versus you watched Tua throw, like at, like, at, Herbert like actual te- scouts. He made bad decisions in college. He didn't look, he wasn't playing like this. Maybe they used him poorly, but he just looked like another one of these big arms without the head. He, he the, the book on him was, he was dumb. And it, and it, and it was, right, just, but that's the thing. You meet him in person, you interview, oh, you have the interview have, questions, yeah. you have him read defenses and those sorts of things. And then you realize like, Oh wait, no, like, you yes, know, like if, this if guy can, we might've, they might've realized it. And they might've, you know, even known how bad to his hip was or how, you know, <laughs> who knows a lot of, a lot of, a lot of what ifs. Right. Exactly. We're ending on hypotheticals, but, but you know what? <laughs> I'd rather have to. He's a good dude. 
he, from by all accounts, he does. He seems like a like a great individual. Herbert doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't divide his glass and his paper when he recycles. How crazy was the end of that game, though? Like, did you did you watch that? Oh, I didn't. I I ended up like going to sleep. Um, I don't know how. I like. I yeah. I watched the entire thing, and I was I was amazed by so many things about the Chargers. Like I've seen them play like a few times, and I've seen them. I watched them play two games. Like one was the the Chiefs game where they just like could where they just kept going for it on fourth down all the time, and like I just could not believe. I was just amazed by how poorly run that that team is. It's like a thirteen year old playing Madden. That guy was a coach of the year candidate turned into garbage. Amazing. That's what I mean. I was okay with flow. He's just bad as his decisions. Better than Staley. All right, let's go, Dolphins. No, let's go, Dolphins. Go, Dolphins.